Hey, Fairborn. It's Megan Howard, and we have uh, a guest host today. Hi, Corey. Hi, Megan. This is Corey Gayhart, or maybe, should I call you Master Corey? Uh, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a really old reference that uh, some people I'm, I'm might so, still I'm so, get. I'm sorry. I, I probably shouldn't have said that, but. Oh, no, it's okay. Okay. Happy so, to be here. So we have Corey Gayhart. Uh, he is going to co-host with me today, um, and we are happy to have him back from uh, Texas uh, on Thanksgiving break. Corey is the um, communications director at a school in Texas, so we're happy to have him. And we have on the podcast as our guest. That would be me. Uh, <laughs> I, I talk now. Um, oh, yeah. I was going to introduce you. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Oh, we I have wait, wait. Uh, Coach Brazy. I'm not used to saying that. I know. No one is. It's fine. It's okay. You can just use Roberts. It's okay. Okay. Coach Roberts. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> yeah, better. Yeah. not even legal, so it's fine. It's not even legal? No, I haven't changed my name officially. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's been three years. Well, it's okay. I mean, that's like, you know, women empowerment, so go for it. Yeah. Everyone knows me as Roberts. It's fine. You know? So we'll just say Coach Roberts. Yeah. There we go. No so we have a uh, Coach Roberts, um, who is a uh, teacher here with a, within the Fairborn Schools as well. Uh, she is a cross-country coach um, at the Fairborn High School. Um, she is going to join us today or is already joining us uh, for the podcast. <laughs> Get it together over there. <laughs> you know what? Uh, when we were recording this, it is the day before Thanksgiving and I feel like none of us have it together at the moment because we're all ready to eat some turkey. So that's how I feel. You just kind of have to lean into the craziness right before the holidays, right? I know. It's like late afternoon too. I was like, wow, this is a long work day for you. Yeah, I butt out it at is. two o'clock. Sorry. <laughs> Man, yeah, well, we're here till five, so. Perfect, lovely. I mean, I'll clear my schedule. Yeah, well, I, I'd like to be done before five o'clock, <laughs> so. Um, but Ali, you uh, grew up in Fairborn uh, and you graduated from Fairborn. So um, before we started, you were talking about um, just what that was like. So let's start there. Yeah, so I grew up in Winds Fairborn, um, graduated from Fairborn in 2013. Um, when did you, you graduated after me, right? I was in 2015, yeah. Yeah. So um, me and Corey kind of overlapped a little bit. Um, I went to Black Lane originally, and that was, you know, the neighborhood school that they used to have. And then I was like the very first year that they moved to the fourth and fifth grade building. Um, and then going through Baker and then the high school, and I did a lot of sports. I was very active, did all the things. Um, and then, so I was very fortunate to get a job back in Fairborn and kind of come full circle and actually teach now in third grade at the intermediate. And I love it. Were you, were you hoping to teach back in Fairborn? Yeah. So I was very, yeah, I was, um, I went on a lot of interviews and stuff, but I went to a group interview originally. Um, I went to university of Dayton and they scheduled all these like group interviews with schools and Fairborn happened to be there. You don't even know this, but it was my old cross country coach yeah. who was interviewing people. Um, Jettinghoff, I don't know if you remember him or not, but he was here for a while and he was my old cross country coach and we just talked the whole entire time and he ignored the other people at the table <laughs> and they hated me for it. Um, and so he got me an interview like right away and I just have been here ever since. That's really cool. That is amazing. We were talking before and you had said something about uh, being teachers. It's, it's hard to think about like your journey as a teacher, especially com as a teacher coming back to Fairborn because it, you have a lot of moments I'm sure where it's like, who would have ever thought that I would end up back in the same, well, not really the same halls we were walking because we have new buildings now. Right. Thankfully, um, yeah. But I think one of the cool things that I've thought about often is, you know, how that school realignment when we were kids impacted our journey in Fairborn. Um, because obviously there were really strong communities in those neighborhood schools, but, um, could you talk a little bit about how that kind of impacted your journey and your love of Fairborn? Yeah, um, I feel like the close-knit community aspect of the school of Black Lane and kind of going with the same kids. Um, we had the same kids in our classes every single year, so we got really close in that like first, second, third, fourth grade realm, which I know is crazy to say now as adults, but like I see my kids have friends and they're like, oh, we've been friends since kindergarten. And it was the same for me. And then you grow up playing sports and you grow up with those same people throughout your entire life. And then you are still close to them. Like I could still message them now and, and they would answer. So that's, I mean, that's part of the reason that I really like it is just being able to reach back out and all of the different people that I've met. Absolutely. I think that's something that's very unique about Fairborn is the closeness of it. A lot of my friends who are from other places don't necessarily have the same experience. 
Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, my husband doesn't have that. He went to Centerville and he doesn't have that. We'll go to stuff for Fairborn and it's like, like nothing has changed. And it's like so many years have gone by, but it, it, we can still talk as normal. Yeah, and everybody keeps up with each other and kind yeah. of stays in touch with what people are up to and where they're going and what they're doing. It's really mm -hmm. cool. Hmm. Which is fascinating because it's, I mean, it's a bigger school. I mean, compared to where I went to high school. How big yeah. was the school you went to? Miami East. Oh, it was like tiny. <laughs> I mean, and so for me, I mean, I graduated with 98 people in my graduating class. So, I mean, to me, Fairborn is huge. And so to hear the stories of, you know, still being able to keep in touch with, with people and, you know, knowing as many people as, uh, you know, you guys would have known, I mean, that blows my mind sometimes. And so it's just really cool to hear that and, you know, to see the experiences my kids have uh, with school and, and just all their friends and, it's really, it's fascinating to me that as big as this community is at 34,000 people, you know, we, we still have that, that small connection, um, that I think is really awesome. Um, and I think the schools have a lot to do with that. So good job. Oh, thanks. Uh, well, I think that, that, no, I mean, I think teachers and, and the way that the school system is, is put together, I think it plays a lot, you know, a, a huge part in that. And so I think, yeah, I think that I think you do have a lot to do with it as coaches and teachers, and how um, and how you connect with your students and and allow them to form those relationships with each other. So yeah, so yeah, good job. Don't just <laughs> haphazardly say thanks. I mean, that was that's an intentional, you know, Absolutely. good job. So uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so you you graduate, you come back, and you start coaching track. Uh, yes. So how I got into the whole coaching realm. Um, track I so John Barr who was the head coach uh, was my coach and him and my dad were friends you know way back when I was like fourth grade they'd play basketball together uh, and then I had him as a teacher and he'd be like oh you're gonna come run track and I'm like yeah I am like all gung-ho about track um, and track was my main sport um, I would say in high school it's what I loved I loved being a track athlete um, and kind of Barr's background was his old head coach at Beaver Creek was then his assistant coach. So I was like, that's gonna be me. And so ever since like sixth grade, I was like, that's gonna be me. I'm gonna take over the program. You're gonna be my assistant one day and we're gonna repeat this pattern. Um, and so I went through the program, uh, loved, loved everything about track and sports and all of that. Um, and my sister, graduated in 2016, uh, so a year after you. And so uh, we ran together the one year and then I took a year off because I felt like it was weird if I came back and coached like kids that I had like ran with. Um, and then I started coaching officially my sophomore year in college. Mm. Um, and so he had me on as like an assistant um, and I would just kind of show up when I could type of situation because I was in college. And so I started coaching track back in college. Oh. Yeah. So I started like almost right away. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so then you just kept that. Then when you got hired, you... Yeah, so I kept that and I, you know, cause I wanted to, I still coached my sister, which was cool. Um, and then she went on to college and I was more involved, I would say in track because I was out of like college now at this point. Um, it was May and so the end of track season and I was getting hired onto Fairborn cause I was a pretty early grad, how they do the the things, it's all based on, you know, seniority. So you right. wanna get hired right away, right? Right out of, right out of college. It's kind of like the thing for teachers. Um, and we were on, stage for the sport awards for track um, because back then they would do everything as a whole group. We were part of G-Walk still. It was like a big deal to get all the awards and everything. Um, so I was on stage for track and part of Barr's speech, the athletic director was there, whatever. Part of Barr's speech was like, oh, this is Allie Roberts, my assistant coach. She'd be a great cross country coach for next year. Like, let's give it to her, run cross country with her. Like, it was like, no, no question. I didn't know it was coming. Like the athletic director was like, okay, sounds good. Like called me the next week. Didn't even, I, I didn't even like have a quote unquote interview. It was like, okay, if you want it, it's yours. And I was like, uh, I guess like, I don't know. Like that's a lot to take on my first year, but like, sure, let's do it. If it helps me, you know be this person because you're always told as teachers like the more you take on the more likely you are to like get hired and they'll want you to stay and all this stuff. 
So I was like, all right. And he's like, all right, I'll leave the key in my mailbox. Come by and get it. Hire, hire your coaches. You're good to go. And I was like, wait, what? Like <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I had to hire my entire staff. Like, and it was already, you know, May, June right. at this point. And I'm like, well, we need to like start now. Like, oh my gosh, what do I do? So it was just this crazy process, my first year of teaching. So um, what? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go uh, ahead that first year of teaching is obviously a crazy year, no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. um, I taught for four years and the first year is absolutely the hardest um, until COVID came along, but we won't talk yeah. about that. Um, did cross country help you through that first year? Like, did it kind of give you better perspective? Did it give you, uh, like, kind of sort of talk about that dynamic of coaching and being a first year teacher? Yeah, I think, I mean, not to like toot my own horn, but I feel like I'm always like, I was always a go-getter and like pretty okay with time management. Like I've always been really busy my entire life. Um, but I think it helped me to get stuff done because I didn't have that extra time in the day that, you know, the teachers have, like you hear of, teachers bringing stuff home with them or staying after school until like 5 p.m. at night. I didn't have that luxury. So I had to get there early. I remember some days I would get there before the custodians even would get there. I'd come in early to get all my stuff done. And then, you know, with our early releases, I would manage our practice schedule so that I could stay at work. And I would then take that early release day. I would have my assistant run practice for me. And then that would be my stay at late day. It was a Friday at that point in time because that was when our early releases on Friday. I would stay at school until like seven o'clock prepping for the next week ahead. And then, you know, I would have a meet Saturday morning. So it was just constant all the time work. But um, I'm glad I did it now because now every year seems easier as, it, as it happens. You know, right. this is this was year seven. So every every year since then has been a little bit easier. And you're doing a fantastic job with it, oh, I thanks. might say. Thanks. So 16, so 16 then was your first. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So 16 was the first year. So what this is probably a, a question i should ask a little further on but what what have you learned the most in that six years or seven years oh gosh the most i've learned so much it's crazy <laughs> um i've i've learned that the oh gosh I like to be really honest is what I've learned. Oh my gosh, he's over here taking selfies. Um, <laughs> I've learned to be super honest, I guess. Um, like if I'm feeling overwhelmed, it doesn't help me to try to hide it. Or it doesn't, like if I have a lot going on, it doesn't help me to hide it from anybody. And before I was like, I'm gonna take on everything. Nobody's gonna know if I'm struggling. Like I'm not gonna ask for help. Um, and so I've learned even at school with my third graders, like there'll be times where, you know, weather will be happening and my phone will be blowing up because my high schoolers are worried about practice. And in that moment, I have to tell my third graders, hey, give me five minutes. I need to handle this because they're driving me crazy. Just give me five <laughs> minutes. So like just being really honest and the same thing at practice or with my high schoolers, just being very honest. Like, yeah, I have this going on. Like I expect the same from them. Like be honest with me about what's going on. I'm going to do the same to you versus feeling like I'm that like almighty powerful being over them. Like I'm not like, I'm just another person. Like I'm going to treat you as a person. You treat me as a person is probably the most beneficial thing that I've learned. And, and you've always, so you've always coached high school. Yeah. Never junior high. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I taught junior high for a year and said, I'm going to fifth grade. Oh no, <laughs> mm -mm. not my cup of tea there. <laughs> I think that was my favorite comment this year at the- Oh goodness my, gracious. Uh, yeah, every uh, every year I have to have a good middle school coach because um, I didn't run in middle school. And so I've, it's only the stories and stuff that I've heard, but you know, nobody likes running. I mean, let's, I mean, well, I guess, we kind of like running, but like at that age, it's very rare to find somebody, some kid to be like, I want to run. Right. Um, and at the middle school level, there aren't a lot of sports. Right. And so if you're lucky enough to get a kid to come out for middle school cross country, you have to make it fun and you can't really be that mean. And they're kind of odd. They're still figuring themselves out. Cross country kids are kind of odd in, in the first place. A little bit. Um, yeah. But you know, cross country middle school kids, is just a special rare area breed of, yeah. yeah and human. just a fun little side comment there you could have a six foot kid and a four foot kid that are the same age yeah oh that, that happened well. <laughs> this year yeah it was yeah we had that oh, this year shit. i know your favorite I know. I know it was the he was adorable adorable so cute uh little guy um but my my middle schoolers i'll have a middle school coach and they'll come up and i'm like eh, no mm. 
go see your coach. Whereas everything else, I'm like, oh, I'm the coach. Like I'm in charge. Mm, nope, not you. Not you, little one. Like we practice together, but I don't really want to talk to you. So there you go. Off to see your coach every time. So funny. Just cracks me up. So uh, you had something happen uh, last year. Yes. That uh, I will let you talk as much or as little as you want. Um, but uh, it was something that no coach ever wishes ever happens. Um, you had an athlete pass away in December of last year. Yep. Um, so I'll let you, again, talk as much as you want. Oh, I mean, I'm an open book. I Like I said, I full transparency. So, you know, whatever, if you want me just to talk or if you want to guide free, with feel, questions. Nope, feel free to. Or you, because you weren't around at that point. But, um, yeah, it was the last day before break. So last yeah. day before Christmas break. Um, and we were like all of my teaching stuff, because we're really close, you know, you gain friends and stuff. And my entire, when I say like my entire teaching staff, like legit all of third grade went out for dinner after school. Like all of us were there. Um, and I was getting a call from our principal and I was like, oh, she probably wants to come join us. Like I was like, oh, that's great. Like let's get them on the phone, whatever. I answered the phone and it was like, Ali, I have something to tell you because the news hadn't been out yet and I don't wanna get anybody in trouble, but uh, the news hadn't been out yet that what had happened. Um, and she's like, there was an accident and one of your runners has passed away. And she was like, Lily, Lily like has passed away. And I, I remember I immediately was like, no, she didn't. Like, what do you mean? And she kept talking and I, I couldn't listen. Like it just like everything faded and I just passed the phone off to my friend. Mm. Sorry, I'm gonna get emotional. Y'all are gonna see it, but I'll try to like keep my voice calm. Um, I just passed the phone off to my friend and let her listen and do the talking. Cause I was like, this is crazy. And I, cause Lily was one of my captains. I had five captains the previous year, that year. Um, cause I had a lot of seniors. And so I was like, well, there's no way she was by herself because right. I was like, okay. So then I started panic texting, calling everybody else on the team that would potentially be in the car with her, right? So I was like panic texting people, panic texting. And I was like, oh my God, like I have to call people because nobody was answering. So I start calling people and it was kind of the same conversation over and over again. Like, I can't believe it's happening. It was like, okay, where are you? Do I need to come get you? Like, I'm in no state to come get you, but I will. Like, what, do you want me to call your mom? Like, where are you? Because they were all getting out of school at that point in time when kind of the news and stuff was coming out of it all. Um, and I remember they called everybody into the high school, like comments to have like a brief conversation with the students about what had happened. And so a lot of my athletes who had heard right then, like they couldn't drive home because they were a mess. They were hysterical. They didn't really understand what was happening. So then I was like messaging parents. And I was like, what is happening? Like, do you, do you, can you go get them? Um, and I kind of put them first. And I was like, okay, like now that that's taken care of, like tried to process it myself, didn't go very well. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was just kind of a whirlwind of a night of, I, I tried to go play volleyball that night like a crazy person and I was like, I'll be fine. You know, I'll be fine. My dad came and picked me up because I was in no state to drive. Um, and my friends like got me in the car, passed me off to my dad. Like, they're like, here you go, here she is. Like buckled me in, like all yours. Um, I tried to play volleyball and I had people coming up to me at volleyball and I was like, I can't do this. Like, was a mess. I just sat there and cried the whole time. Um, so yeah, that was the Friday. <laughs> so Friday happened and then, um, you know, they, I know they had a, a memorial yes. at the school, um, or they, uh, had a candlelight vigil. Um, and then the, the thing that I was most impressed with, uh, was, well, there were a few things that I was very impressed with through the whole thing. Um, one was how the team absolutely surrounded the whole family. Yes. Um, that, that amazed me. I mean, one, I think because it was outside cross country season. Yes. Um, and you know, you just don't see that sometimes when you're, when you're out of season, it's kind of like people go their separate ways. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you know, it's, I'm in this board, I'm in this board, you know, I'm doing this activity and, and it's, you know, we'll, we'll see you next year. And, but that didn't happen. I mean, everybody kind of, they literally all came together and, you know, and even though Jackson was in middle school, um, which I thought was, 
good on you all because you accepted him. And I mean, he was, he was there and, and I know you don't like middle schoolers, but (laughs) (laughs) for some reason you you let him in and he, for himself, he needed to be there. I don't know why, but he needed for himself to be there. Um, in his own way, he, he needed to show that, that he needed to be there to support everybody. Um, and the next thing that really impressed me was what you did in a very short amount of time. You put together a Run With Lily fundraiser. Yes. Um, you had it on that Wednesday. Yes. Following uh, the day that she passed away. Yes. And I remember walking in the door um, and to be honest, it was chaos. Oh yes. And if you saw me, I was very chaotic and (laughs) yelling at people because I was so stressed out. Yes. And, uh, yeah, you were running around with a, you know, like a, a chaotic, a a chaotic, I don't even know what. Um, and you know, that's okay. Uh, cause it's okay. Like it, whatever you were experiencing was the right experience to be having, uh, given the circumstances. And I just remember at one point, I think you were, I don't even know what you were doing, but you had just said, I hope people show up. Yes. And they did. I was oh. there too, because I yeah. just come home for oh, Christmas I didn't break. Know that. Um, that was a beautiful, beautifully done event, but it also, I think, you know, moments where there's a tragedy, especially in a small community like ours or on a team like yours. Um, I think the one of the things that a lot of people don't get is that time to grieve, that time mm-hmm. to just empathize and sympathize with each other in a group setting and just to feel like you're doing something meaningful and purposeful to remember someone. And you provided that for all of those kids and for the community and for the family. Yeah. Like that's a really big deal. And um, I mean, I, you know, we've had to have this before with teachers, mm-hmm. um, but you did an amazing job with that. Thank you. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if I was putting off my own grief personally, you know, like it gave me something else to do. Um, but I can't take credit for all of it or the idea itself. The idea was actually, um, so it was a Matthew Wardle and then Haley Miller's idea that they wanted to do something because they were two of my other captains. And so they were kind of going through this and Haley was best friends with Lily. Um, and so they wanted to do something and we wanted to do something for the family. And so the idea is just kind of happened. Um, and it kind of, blew up very quickly um like it was like this small idea like hey we're gonna do a run um there were talks about it just being the team at first like hey is this just gonna be a team thing and then we're like well no like if we're if we're gonna you know do it right and do a fundraiser and like try to get money for the teams um at that point we knew who else had been in the car which was another one of our athletes and so um and she was at that point in like critical condition and so we knew that um you know, the families were going to need support and, you know, financial aid at this point in time because it was going to be a long road ahead of them. Um, so I, they helped me, you know, make the t-shirts and everything. And then the t-shirts just went crazy. Like I didn't expect that at all. Um, I was getting all these messages, all these people. Um, I basically like hyper-focused on this event for like three days, like that was all I did, sun up to sundown. And I was still working, so I was, um, I worked part-time at a tanning salon, and so at the tanning salon, I was still working and doing this at the same time. Um, And I didn't have the idea for a silent auction until our team met, Um, they created a, like memorial that's on the the site of the accident um, where we all went out there and, you know, placed a memorial. I got balloons. We did the whole thing. Um, We wrote little cards. We wrote things on the balloons, you know, all of that. And we went out to breakfast as a team afterwards. It was probably Sunday that this was happening. And somebody was like, we should do an auction. You can make that happen. And I was like, I can what? (laughs) Like, yeah, you can make a silent auction happen. I was like, it's Sunday. The race is Wednesday. And they're like, no biggie. I said, yeah, you're probably right. I probably can't. Um, and I kind of leaned on the fact of like, life's too short in that moment. Like I've really taken a lot from that whole experience. And I was like, you know what? 
who cares if I ask and they say no? Like, what's the worst that's gonna happen? They're gonna say no. Like, it was a lot of just getting out of my own way and just doing it. And so I got a bunch of donations, a bunch of stuff for the silent auction. Um, a bunch of people showed up. All of my friends at school were the ones who helped me pass out all the t-shirts. I felt so supported. It was great. Um, yeah, I yeah, it was just it was a good event. I've had questions about if we're gonna do it again. I was gonna ask. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know. I kind of leaned solely on whatever the clingers want to do, um, and so they would like to move um, to like a five k format every year um, that we can then either donate the money or put a scholarship fund together or something for the team um, because they really want to give back to the team um, in that aspect because cross country was such an important part of her life. Mm. Um, and so there may be a 5k happening yearly. It's, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, moving parts in that, but I have been asked and I've, uh, Carmony wants to design the shirts and she wants to make them pink this upcoming year, apparently, is the, the new thing. So cool. I don't know. It's the, the talks are in the works, but we'll see. Very cool. And yeah. for those that were not able to make this event, it was huge. I mean, hundreds of people. Yeah. The parking lot at Community Park at the high school was full. There were therapy dogs in the gymnasium, yep. the silent auction in the gym. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a it was huge. Yeah, it was the support that I got from everybody else to make it happen was huge. But then the support that the students got and the staff got, I mean, there was a ton of people there. And then the support that we got from other teams mm -hmm. was honestly like, the. I mean, not that everything wasn't heartwarming, but like it just showed how like cross country is such like a team family sport. Um, we had other teams sending us banners there. We had one hung up in the hallway. It was like hand drawn um, and everything like that. We got donations from teams. Teams had shown up in Ryan, like the actual event teams that couldn't be there. They put on their Instagram, all the athletes went out and ran and like did the hashtag run with Lily and posted it on their social media that same day so that they were like still there and still a part of it. It was huge. And it, I would just, it gave me such more appreciation for the sport of yeah. cross country. Yeah. That's, I was, uh, I was talking with Brian. Um, Jackson wanted to play soccer for about, I don't know, a hot minute. He did, yes, until I stole him. <laughs> Over the fall, and, and I was talking to Brian, um, Lily's dad, and he and I were talking about just the, the connectivity of the running community and the cross country community, and um, it, it's incredible, and during that whole ordeal. I mean, you really saw that happen. And, you know, even with the thing in Kettering over the yes. over the summer, um, when Kettering held the fundraiser uh, for the Scholarship Foundation, um, just that alone was impressive when when Kettering held their, their run uh, as well. I mean, just the fact that another school district would hold would hold a run uh, in, in her honor was yeah. amazing as well, um, which was really, really cool. Yeah, and they didn't want me to do anything for it. Like, yeah. they're like, you already did yours. Like, let us do this. Like, they wanted us to just show up. He was like, I just want y'all to show up, run, have a good time, enjoy it, you know, enjoy the moment, be with each other. Like, and it was, it was fun. You know, I got to run. I haven't ran yeah. since high school. I was on a relay team. It was a fun event. They raised a lot of money, you know, that'll go towards a uh, memorial is in the works, um, either at the park or at the new high school. So they're, they're working on what they want to do there. But yeah, I don't know. It was just really great for them to do that and yeah, have all the support. It was really cute. The whole, like we like circled up in the middle of the field. You got a good yeah. picture of it. Um, it was just really, it was just really a good moment, I guess. Yeah. I think that's something too, that's really important. Um, a really important part about high school athletics and activities to you know, it's not just for kids to have something to do and to learn, but it's also there's a unifying aspect there through competition and through, you know, the region. And it allows our kids to see, you know, one, how big the world truly is and how competitive the world truly is. But also um, it gives them a broader community outside of just the walls of the school. Right. Absolutely. So and this summer you did something kind of crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, my I have always obviously been a runner, but not like seriously a runner. Like I was like, oh yeah, running here and there is fine. Like a 5K here and there, great. Um, but I was not really one to like go run and like 
go actually run races. Um, and that once again, like a lot of things in my life shifted after everything with Lily had happened. Um, and she always found joy in running. And I was like, you know what? Like I needed something healthy to put my mind at ease or something that I could focus on in that time. Because after I was done organizing everything, you know, I had to focus on myself. I could no longer focus on the team. I mean, that cross country wasn't in session, you know? Um, and so I had to do something for me. So I was like, you know what? Lily liked running. Let me focus my energy into running. Like that's healthy enough way to do it. Like let's, (laughs) let's do that. Um, and so my whole like running journey, I signed up for my first marathon, started training um, with one of my assistant coaches who also knew Lily. So it was kind of like a bonding experience in that aspect. Um, and then it was something that I could, I don't know if it was like a reason to still talk to the team, but it was like, hey, I'm training, you know, through this experience, we would share our stats, you know, all of that. And so I ran the marathon in May. Um, and I did the Disney princess half in February as part of my training. And I had wore my like run with Lily shirt. It was really emotional, like for me to be there and and do all of that and kind of dedicate that run to her. And when I got back from doing those two races, my team was like, you know, what would be really cool? Like what would be really cool? You know, that's a scary phrase when a student or a student athlete says that to you. Yeah. Especially these student athletes because their, their level of crazy is not like a crazy that is a normal level of crazy. Um, I was like, what would be really cool? And they're like, you know, you've already ran in Alaska. You just did Florida. You just did a marathon. I think you should go for all 50 States. Cause you know, three out of 50 is a good start, I guess. I don't know. I was like, that would be a really cool idea. Okay. Um, and so I started doing the research for it and I found a group that runs in all 50 states every single year. Um, and so I found one, a stretch in the summer that um, was kind of, it, it's called Heartland Series, but it's like basically the heart of the nation. And um, it's one race a day for seven days in seven different states. Wow. And I was like, great, this is a great, this is perfect. Like I can knock seven states out easy peasy, seven days. You and I would have very different reactions to seeing that. (laughs) Yeah, so I signed up, um, signed up for it. I figured out the logistics and you know, I ran seven days, seven different states. Uh, I did seven half marathons in seven days. Um, and the, the stretch, <laughs> it was it was great. Um, about day three or four, I had to just do an ice bath because my legs I thought were gonna fall off. And it was the slowest half marathon I've ever ran in my life. I was like, oh my gosh, this is awful. But grand scheme of things, it was Finish. great. Finished, yeah. I got a really cool medal hanging up in my classroom. So now all my little little children see it every day and they like to look at it. And it's good inspiration. Yeah, so I did I did the seven and it was it was a lot, but it was also really good. I got to spend time with my dad. We road tripped the entire thing in his RV. Um, I would get up and run every single morning. I would always have my Lily shirt. I always wear my like Lily bands on my wrist. And so I, it's kind of just, you know, if, if she found that much joy in running to where um, her family has really like, showed us that as part of the team I am you know working through everything by also like showing my love for running and it's given me something else to focus on and once again something else that I can bring back to the team Um, and I feel like it's helped me as a coach also kind of develop skills and stuff to to help them and help you know our team now so I think it's awesome not to sound too cliche but um, could you talk a little bit about how you know, obviously as teachers, we learn from our students. Again, there's the cliche, but like genuinely, I think there is a truth to that statement. And it's not necessarily, you know, these little academic things we learn or these types of questions we learn, but it's almost life skills and how to deal with life from them. Yeah. It's it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, Because I mean, you're completely right. Um, I've kind of learned to like not worry about the trivial aspects, like kind of you going through life, you kind of get this like, oh, I I can't do that because like, you know, I I just can't, like, I can't ask that. Like that's not in the right setting. And they're like, well, why not? Like, it's always, they always push back and challenge like the misconceptions. They're like, well, well, why not? And I'm like, well, because you know, it's not safe or because like that doesn't logically make sense. And they're like, but why not? (laughs) It's like, well, well, I don't have an answer. I guess we can try it and find out. And then it ends up working for the better. So I I wouldn't have done 
it and started off on the 50 stage challenge without that like kind of like spark and like push to do it. Um, and I'm thankful I have, I now have done 11 in six months. So it's great. Yeah, I just got back from Louisiana running one, so. Also, please note that Spark did not actually pay for that advertisement just to be placed in the podcast, <laughs> but it is now there. So check out Spark Fairborn if you have not. We can put that in the show notes. <laughs> and we can also put in the show notes a link to uh, 50 marathons in 50 states. Yeah, Or Absolutely. 50 half marathons in 50 states if yeah. anybody else is interested. It's a legit thing. You get like a trophy and a medal when you're done and like yeah. officially certified. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So... How having all of this experience, I mean, again, an experience that no coach ever wants to have to experience and, and knowing you had a, an upcoming season, I mean, did you have any hesitations, any fears, any like, uh, like coming into this season? I mean, I know you've had a new coach cause yeah. uh, you had one that, that left and moved away. Yeah. Um, so you have new coaches. I mean, you had, had one returning, but, um, you know, it's a totally different year. You've got different kids. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just a different dynamic and you've got some students that are some athletes that, that knew Lily, mm-hmm. um, coming back. Um, so I mean, what was your, where was your head at coming into this year? There's a lot, um, coming into this year. So, um, it kind of all started with. I mean, I'm going to be honest, it's track season. Um, so if I would have continued with track, this would have been my ninth year coaching. Um, and I could see the difference between track and cross country. And um, I enjoy kids who care. And not that all track kids didn't care. Um, but I had decided to step away from track to focus more on cross country and to focus on myself Um because of, and I mean, the Lily situation did play a big part in it. I saw how close knit her family was. And, you know, as I'm getting older, thinking about what I want my family to look like in the future, we've talked about it a little bit, but um, I want that too. And I can't do that if I'm putting my time and energy and effort into, you know, something that I didn't feel the return investment was, was coming back at me. Um, And so I chose to focus on those kids um, that were really, giving me the effort back that I was putting into it. And so cross country for me is that. And going into the season, I told myself, you know, I wasn't going to hold back my emotions and I wasn't going to hold back, you know, telling them how much they mean to me and being just really open and honest with them because life is too short. And I wish I had been more open um, with Lily because of learning after the fact about how much everything meant to her was like, I don't know, kind of like it was heartwarming, but also like heart crushing at the same time. Sure because um, she was very quiet, you know, um, and I've had her for six years. And so if we would have been able to like kind of break that barrier between coach and athlete, it could have been completely different. And because I have done that with some athletes, I mean, you see me now with the kids. Um, And so I kind of focused my coaching to match that, like being very more on the vulnerable side with them and um, being open with them so that they can be open with me. And I, I enjoy that. I feel like it's more fun. Um, you know, after all, there are going to be adults someday. So being able to talk to another adult and kind of learn through me and, um, kind of just learn together, I guess was what I was hoping for, for this season. And I think that, I think that it Um, did that. So I got one more thing that I want to talk about and it happened about what, three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, cause you talk about a group of crazy kids and, when they have crazy ideas, they have crazy ideas. Yes. Uh, so you had a group of kid, a group of students. I call them kids because in my head they are kids. But um, so you had five athletes and your cross country team come up with an idea to run twenty four miles in twenty four hours. Yes, mile every hour. A mile every hour. On the hour. On the hour. Yes. Oof. Yeah, but not just run, like also had a challenge involved with each mile because, you know, running would be too boring. Yeah, no, they, uh, yeah, they came up with this idea and uh, they had done some of the like crazy challenge stuff like in the season. And I was like, "Uh, you're not doing that during practice time. Like you can take that outside of practice time and do what you wish, you know? And they would do some crazy like mile challenges, like just for fun. So they wanted to make it a, a, a thing and they're like, you know, this is our idea. How do we get the lights on overnight? And I was like, 
huh? They're like, yeah, how do we use the track overnight? I said, well, it has to be school approved. Do they can't just like, they aren't just willy nilly going and turn the lights on for you and let you run around like crazies. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen. And I was like, you know, this is your project, your thing. If you guys wanna take it to the right people, I will be there and I can be the adult to make sure that nothing happens. Like, that's fine. They said, okay. And they went to all the proper people, got it all approved and came back. And I said, I'm sorry, you got this approved? Like, I was like, I thought there was no chance. I was like, I'm not gonna cross their spirits. I'll let somebody else do that. <laughs> and then they all said yes. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess this is happening. And I literally did not think it was happening. Like. As we were setting up that day, I was like, this is not happening. This is, there's no way this is happening. <laughs> this isn't real, I'm in denial. <laughs> Even 12 hours in it, I was like, this is not happening. This is nuts. Um, but it actually ended up being a lot of fun. And it actually, the time flew by. Um, it was a great bonding experience. And the the kids that wanted to do it, I called them kids too, the boys that yeah. wanted to do it. Um, you know, we had other people ask if they could join in. And at first they wanted to be at just their thing because they weren't sure how it was gonna go. Um, and they have the flyers already made up if they're gonna make it a yearly thing, like to invite others in, how that kind of looks like. Like they kind of thought ahead, but they're like, well, if it doesn't work out, like at least then we won't like look like we're failing. Like they're like, it's just us. Like, I, like come on, it's just us like kind of goofing off, right? It was, I don't know, they, they did it, they seceded, um, they raised, $1,300 in the process yeah. uh, through donations um, on top of like they went out and got donations for the event themselves. So um, like Duncan gave them donuts for the donut challenge mile and, you know, Taco Bell supplied hot sauce for the hot sauce mile. Oh, not, not just oh hot goodness. sauce, not just hot sauce, Diablo sauce. Ooh, okay. Yeah, one packet every lap for the entire mile. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. After the root beer mile, nice. one root beer every lap for a mile. Choices were made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The choices came back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was good. Yeah. Mm. Good times. Good times. It was fun. I think, I think, um, I mean, we've talked like looking ahead at next year, I think it's something, I mean, next year, look at me, oh my gosh, apparently it's happening again. Um, I think that it has good potential. I think it was a great team bonding experience um, for them and not only for them, but for the parents and for me, yeah. you know, I mean, I had parents there. I was only alone for like three hours um, because of all the support that we had. We had both trainers there at different points in the day um, watching out. I had parents there at all times. So I never felt like, oh my gosh, this is just, it's just us and a crazy group of kids running around the track like it was kind of still had that family aspect of it and that right. team aspect of it which I really enjoyed and per my understanding the only hours that you were alone were the best hours from 2 to 5 a.m it was 2 to 5 a.m that's what I that's what I keep hearing it was like. <laughs> freezing and um I think I was a little sleep deprived at that time yeah. it was actually Jackson it was 3 a.m and they were supposed to do the stair mile and there was frost everywhere and Nowhere in my right mind was like, this is a bad idea. No, Jackson, the freshman <laughs> in his right mind was like, coach, I don't think we should do this one. And I was like, huh, yeah, you're probably right. Like, <laughs> let's come up with a different idea, um, which they did a barefoot mile, which after the, the trainer, after the fact was like, I'm glad you had them wear socks. And I was like, yeah, that was my idea. Totally <laughs> like, to have them wear socks. Like I was just, I was just there at that point. Those stairs are slick on a good day. So I can't imagine that would have been. It was freezing rough. and there was literally dew everywhere. Like uh, 4 a.m. was the milk mile. Jackson went to pour milk and spilt some of it and it froze instantly on the table. Froze instantly. They had this like whole point thing laid out to where the person who finished first got less amount of points and they were gonna have like a big overall winner. And at that moment, when we were all staring at the frozen milk, they're like, all agreed to, to get rid of the points. And they're all like, yep. And so they're like, no, we're not doing that anymore. Um, it was freezing. It was so cold. It, it was just like, okay, we just gotta get through it. Like, just yeah. gotta get through it, wait for the sun to come back up. Cause whew, it was freezing. Yeah. But it was fun. Like I, you know, I enjoyed watching watching them. And at one point, when we were driving over there, I asked Jackson. I said, "So did you tell anybody about this?" He was like, "No." I'm like, "You didn't tell any of your friends about this?" He was like, "No." I'm like, yeah, buddy, why didn't you say anything? He was like, 
I don't know. Like we just we didn't. Like Yeah, they like literally didn't tell anybody. Like yeah. it was very I feel like they were afraid of what it would look like if they couldn't do it because they had yeah. such high expectations for themselves and it went in kind of being like a silly fun idea with their friends. Yeah. And I I made it kind of serious by saying, no, it has to be a fundraiser if we're on school grounds. Like I feel like this is a good idea. Um and so they I think that they were feeling that pressure and they weren't really sure how it would turn out for themselves. And so I, I think that they were just worried that if they had eyes and if people knew about sure. it, they would have to be like, well, yeah, it didn't happen. We didn't get through it. And that would have been worse, I guess, in their mind. But sure. I don't know. I was sharing out a lot of stuff. Feel free to look it up on our Instagram. Yeah, just shameless absolutely. plug there. Well, you know, what's funny. I actually knew about this. So my best friend from childhood high school was visiting me down in Austin and we were out at a restaurant and she goes oh my gosh the high school cross country team is doing like a 24 hour challenge look at this <laughs> and she saw something on social media and I was like wow that's wild so I had some context for this conversation even though I didn't know this is where it was going today awesome. yes yeah <laughs> so it spread far and wide yeah I had to still do it because like at that 2 to 5 a.m all I wanted to do was sleep I was like you know what uh, you guys are fine like you'll you'll survive I'm right here like you can come get me if anything happens and the boys were like no no, we're up, you're up. You're our PR team. You've got to film us every mile. You're going to be up with us. And I was like, okay. Like I did it. I was like, yeah, you're right. I, you're right. I'm so sorry for suggesting I need sleep. It's all right. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, goodness. Well, I just, uh, again, I, I wanted to have you on here first off because what you do for not only the the students, that you teach, uh, I don't think you get enough credit for. Oh, thank you. Um, in fact, I don't think any of the teachers in our school district get enough credit for what they do for the students uh, that they teach, period. Um, secondly, I wanted to have you on here because what you do for the athletes that you coach, um, I don't think you get enough credit for. Mm, thanks. Um, because uh, cross country is kind of one of those sports that always goes under the radar they only have one home meet, uh, yeah. and um, if you you miss it, you're done, right? And the last thing I wanted to have you on here for was I want you to know that you make a difference. Um, and I remember the first time I said that to you, you seemed shocked. No, oh, yeah. And uh, that made me sad. And I want you to know that you make a difference to those third grade students that you teach. You make a difference to all those high school students and athletes that you coach. Um, and you made a significant difference when you uh, surrounded those students last year uh, and that family that you poured your heart and soul out to um, when Lily died. Uh, and you continue to do it. Um, so don't ever forget that. Uh, and this community is better because of the effort that you put in here day in and day out. Uh, Absolutely. And we need more people like you that continue to care for this community um, and just continue to work as much as they can to give back to Fairborn. Um, so... People sometimes ask me, why do you got people on their pod their podcast like this? This is why. It's because we need more people like you that often go unnoticed, um, but are the real are the real reason that this community is who we are. Thank you. That means a lot, because you're right. I feel like sometimes those people don't hear it as often as they should or they wish. So yeah. yeah. And so. folks, it is the season of gratitude. It go is. tell someone thank you, especially your teachers. The past four years for teachers have been really, really tough. And, you know, it's been tough everywhere, not just in Fairborn, but everywhere. And our teachers really need our gratitude because they have um, persevered through challenges that we you couldn't even imagine. Mm -hmm. um, so make sure you go say thank you to a teacher or other education professionals, um, in addition to other people and family and friends as well, but yep. especially your teachers because they don't get thanked enough. Yep. Are you got anything else you want to say before? I don't know. Just thanks for having me, and you know, it's it's always it's always something. But I definitely encourage people to get involved and I don't know, put themselves out there because I feel like the uh, rewards are definitely. 
better than the rest that you have. Absolutely. I've learned so. What are, uh, what are the cross country, if somebody wants to follow cross country, how do they do that? Yeah, so we are Fairborn Cross Country on Instagram. Um, that's our like approved um, account that we have. So I kind of just kind of post everything on there, um, as well as any of the articles and stuff you can find on the Fairborn Athletics website. Also, any of the articles from them winning anything or doing anything good or anything great like that. So okay, and if anybody is listening and has a student. Uh, or a child that wants to join cross country. Yeah. How would they do that? Yeah. So I'm still Allie Roberts in the Fairborn City School system, like, calendar, I don't know, catalog for people. Um, and then if they're at the middle school, Erica Eaton is our middle school coach and she actually teaches there as well. So you can just pop in her room and say, hey, I heard this. I want to join um, or literally find anybody who knows anything about the team or cross country because they will also help you a ton. Like even if you're if, even if you just want to go on a run, like tons of people will just like go on a run with you. Um, so, yeah, we'll hopefully be posting stuff here shortly about the upcoming season and it'll be fun. Cool. I feel motivated. I might go on a 5K like in the next like three or four years. <laughs> <laughs> Three or four years. <laughs> I didn't want to put a short timeline on there because then I have to be accountable to that timeline. That's well, you know, That's I mean, they, you can do a turkey <laughs> trot tomorrow. Like you could trot around your house. Yeah. I'll already be doing that. Yeah. See, it's a turkey mm-hmm. trot. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, just call it Thanksgiving turkey trot. Well, thank you uh, for being willing to chat. Always. Chit chat with us. I got a few updates. You're welcome to hang out with us. I'll do a few updates and you can chime in if you want. Okay. Feel free. I'm really excited about this first update only because I have seen thousands of Facebook posts about this in different thousands? neighborhood groups. That's a joke. Um, oh, okay. I was like, thousands? thousands. Really? But, uh, oh, don't tell me thousands. No. And uh, well, over time, it's probably been thousands oh, because probably. the water main kept breaking. I know. Uh, anyways, well, that's true. I'll let you uh, get to it. The first one is, uh, if you didn't know, Funderburg Road is f- officially open. It doesn't affect you anymore. Oh. Oh, wow. Because... You're in the intermediate building, right? I am. Yeah. 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 Funderburg Road's officially open. Yay. Hold on. Oh, oh wow. We fancy. I forgot to do that Thanks. when you came on. I'm sorry. I usually have claps for our guests. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have known if you wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> well, now you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I was so like, I've got two guests. This is exciting. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh man, I forgot. So what exactly did they do on Funderburg Road? Oh. It was waterline replacement, wasn't it? Yes. They did. They completely put in a brand new waterline because it kept uh the water main kept breaking. Um super old old pipes and so instead of having the same issues that we've been having uh year after year after year, um they completely replaced the entire water water main and water lines. I just want to make a note here, people. Progress takes time. It happens, but it just it takes does. time. It does take time. Um, so, yeah, Funderburg Road is open after they have done that. So you can fully travel down that road now. Yay. Yay. Wow, that was so insane. I missed it. <laughs> you want us to do it again? Uh, I don't know okay. if I can make it happen. Oh, no. that's helpful. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I still missed it. So much. <laughs> okay. Um, December 1st, uh, once more, uh, this is, so when this will be posted, this will be this week. Um, December 1st, uh, we have the hometown holiday event from four to seven. Reminder, there is no parade this year due to the construction on Broad Street. Oh. Oh, sorry. Hmm. Yeah. That's kind of sad. It is, but it's actually good because it would be bad for the horses and the carriages. Safety first. Safety first, yes. But we have expanded the um, time for the Candy Cane Lane at the Main Street Commons, which is right by Fifth Third Bank. Um, So that's good. There'll be more uh, events. There'll be food trucks, um, more time to get pictures with Santa at the tree. Uh, We'll have the Civic Band playing. We'll have dancers and all that good jazz. So awesome. Come to very fun hometown holiday event and kick off the holiday season. And support your downtown businesses after, you're, after, while, and during you're there. Absolutely. I don't think those words just made sense, but they made eh, sense in my mind. You know, it works. Uh, the next weekend will be another Christmas event downtown. Um, so be on the lookout for more information. This will be done by the downtown Fairborn Committee. Uh, usually involves all the 
downtown businesses and all that good stuff. So we'll have more information on that. On December 4th is when council switches hands, the mayor switches hands from Paul to Dan Kirkpatrick. Uh, So that'll be at the council meeting on December 4th at 6 p.m. So everybody is welcome to attend that. Have you ever been to one of those? Not a trans a city council meeting. Many, well, but never right. a never a transition. No, I've never. What? No. Man, well, you're also looking at a kid though who like when I was in like the fourth and fifth grade, I would literally watch the city government channel and watch the planning board meetings <laughs> for fun. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I'm that's a little okay. a little weird in that front. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what will happen is uh, uh, Paul will start the meeting and uh, we'll kind of do his last, you know, kind of hoorah, and then they'll stop it and they'll switch hands. And then uh, Mayor Kirkpatrick, he'll will finish the meeting, so kind of have cake and all that good jazz for outgoing and incoming. So kind of how it works. Okay, like a celebration, but for both people. Yeah, 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 something like that. Thank you to those that served. It was a it's a selfless job and a lot of time and effort that goes into uh, serving in the public yep. realm. So yeah, absolutely. Um, Paul has been on council and mayor for the last 10 years. Wow. So he's, he's had a lot of, a lot of time being in the, the public. So he's done an incredible job for us. And if you've not heard the news, um, our city manager, Rob Anderson is, uh, stepping down. His last day with us will be December 31st. Um, so we wish him all the best. Um, so he is going to take some time to, to deal with just some kind of mental and kind of physical stuff and kind of take a break for a while. I just want to make so. a quick note here. Um, as someone who has spent a lot of time away from Fairborn um, these last years, these last few years, um, it's really hard to see progress when you're living something every single day. Mm. Um, but when you're gone and you see it in little increments of time, you know, at different breaks over the summer, spring break, Christmas break, Thanksgiving break, all those things. Um, it's a little bit easier to see and track progress. And I think in those six years, um, all of the progress that we've made should not be lost. And I want to thank Mr. Anderson and um, the entire team here, obviously, because um, in the last, you know, six years, a lot has happened here. A lot of good has happened here. Yeah. Um, and we've had our fair share of challenges. We always will. But um I've, I think one of the biggest things that he's brought to the city is this renewed sense of energy and kind of a new mindset. We believe in ourselves again. Yeah. Um, you know, 10 years ago, 10 to 12 years ago, it was, I don't want to say it was down, but um, I think a lot of people were struggling to see how we, how we improve, how we revitalize, how do we, you know, how do we get to where we want to be and build the community we want to be? Um, and here we are, you know, six year, 12, six, six to 12 years later, um, and we're building all new school buildings and we've had a lot of main roads redone. We have new welcome signs around town. Um, our parks have expanded and grown. We have a concerted effort to bring businesses to Fairborn. Um, I mean, look at the five points intersection alone. We have yeah. Harry Queen and Dunkin' Donuts, whereas, you know, 12 years ago, that would have been a dream for economic development in right. Fairborn. Um, and I know it's, again, progress happens slowly, but um, these last six years, we've made a lot of progress and I truly, believe that and want to thank Mr. Anderson for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's, uh, he will be missed. That is, that is for certain. So, um, well, that is kind of all I had. Corey, do you have any other parting words? I don't, I guess my, my quote of the moment, I guess I can share that. I shared that with you this morning at the community prayer breakfast. Um, my words of advice to everyone is, you know, an arrow can only go forward by being pulled back. So when you have times in your life where things might get hard or down or difficult or you're facing different challenges, um, just remember it's not time wasted unless you allow it to be. And those moments really teach us not only about things around us, but also about ourselves. And we have to look inward and really think about, you know, how do I grow from this? Um, So yeah, that's your little motivation for going into the holiday season. (laughs) I like it. And Black Friday shopping. And Black Friday shopping. <laughs> yeah. Don't let that get you down. <laughs> Don't let that get you if down. If your cart isn't going forward, pull it back and try again. <laughs> pull it back and take another angle. <laughs> yep. 
Oh, goodness. Any other thoughts, Ellie? Uh, just thank you for having me on. This was a lot of fun. And hopefully it's touched some people out there and at least one person listens to it. So, oh, you know. <laughs> sure. We have at least 10 you know, oh, consistently, 10. right? Lovely. No. no, we got more than that. So, well, Corey, thanks for uh, guest co-hosting with me. Uh, hopefully it's not going to be the last. Um, I had fun. Did you have fun? I had a great time. You know, I crossed it off the bucket list and got to... Got to sit here and experience the workings of city government. Oh, yeah. Pretty cool I, stuff. Yeah, I know. So this was a bucket list to be on a podcast and to host a podcast, right? Yeah, both. So, so you hit both of them. Oh my gosh, two birds with one birds. Oh, two birds. That arrow is really just flying for you. <laughs> 2023 has been a big year. It's good, good thing we had it at the end. So uh, yeah, well, hopefully uh, we can, can do this again uh, with you. And uh, Allie, again, thank you so much for just being awesome oh thanks you so, know i try my hardest i know yeah, thanks <laughs> for great. having me so uh fairborn have a uh a great uh i would say thanksgiving but you've already had a thanksgiving by the time you're oh, listening yeah. you're listening to this um so we hope you had a good thanksgiving and uh we will see you uh this friday at the hometown holiday uh event since there's no parade hometown holiday event we'll see you around town